Biden's speech, gender identity guidance in our schools, and bad dad jokes on this episode of Grove Unleashed. And now for the dulcet tones of Seth Grove. Hey everyone, it's State Representative Seth Grove. Welcome to another edition of Grove Unleashed. Joining me as always is Anders and Chuck. Anders, say hi. What's going on? You are now listening to the best golfer in the district office, but the worst at the HRCC golf outing. Right, because I hate golf. Actually, uh, I don't like golf at all. Good enough to win the high and the low. Right. <laughs> Very controversial golf outing, too, mind you. But I golfed but, a 108, but that's with me throwing the ball half the time and kicking cheating, it. Cheating, like che- most people do. If you want to call it that. Yeah. I, I think the word is mulligans. Mulligans. Lots of mulligans. Lots of, it was a lot of hitting the ball three feet. That doesn't count running up to it three feet. That doesn't count. That's why I don't And then golf. counting it as one swing. I don't golf. Yeah. I don't golf. I have no interest. I tried it. It's not my thing. Yeah. It's fun if you're hammered. A lot of stuff's fun when it's you're hammered. It's the only way to play. Right. Right. <laughs> So, hey, um, do you guys know the oldest computer was owned by Adam and Eve? Oh, no. It was an Apple with very limited memory. It just after one bite, everything just crashed. It's terrible. Anyway, hey, listen, we got a <laughs> chock full of fun stuff today. Something interesting that happened outside of uh, learning that Apple computers crashed. The RNC sued Secretary Bookfire, Department of State, for failing to administer elections equally. Which, if you listen to this show probably shouldn't shock you it shouldn't be a shock that you have unequal election administration in the commonwealth of pennsylvania i've never heard of this before if anything i'm shocked that it took the rnc this long well i mean there is that there is that uh they've awakened they've engaged i'm very excited they joined the national republican senatorial committee national republican congressional committee and the pennsylvania gop and this is about curing a ballot what's curing a ballot you know the ballot's sick and it needs medicine no it's when voters screw up filling stuff out, and counties will call them and say, hey, your ballot's screwed up. It doesn't count. Why don't you come in and fix it? And um, does, does everyone get cured? Just just the ones that don't follow the rules hmm. and hand in their ballots correctly. But this is done in other states. It's just not done in Pennsylvania. Actually, it's not, again, an issue that's not in statute. There's nothing in our statute that says a voter can come back and cure their ballots. Now, some counties do this. Some. Some. The counties that follow the law don't allow this practice because it is not allowed. So they went in and, and sued some counties uh, and the, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to say, you're administrating your, your elections unequally. You know what could have solved this? House Bill 1300. Oh, my gosh. You know, you're right. It could have solved this. And a lot of other things. Think about this. Here's another issue in our elections that could have been solved, but one guy decided to not read it, not understand the concepts in it, and just take DNC talking points and veto legislation. Mm-hmm. And now uh, voters and county administrators uh, feel the consequences every election. Every single election. And the taxpayers dollars too because i mean i'm pretty sure this lawsuit is going to be using taxpayer dollars to fight it absolutely and did you know that in king arthur's time one of the knights actually collected taxes um his name was surcharge <laughs> surcharge i don't know if you knew that um that brings me up to talking about taxes uh biden's speech in pennsylvania it was bad Biden's speech so 
I didn't watch it because I really don't care what the guy says anymore. <laughs> Very few places covered it. Right. But what what I got most out of it was the photos. Biden with this ominous dark red background, two Marines, which, by the way, he had a campaign promise they would not use the military for political purposes. I, I have yet to – I'm, I'm trying to remember a time – when a president of the United States recently, uh, let's talk Trump, let's talk Obama, uh, had Marines in the background. Like, I remember staying up late. Do you, uh, do you guys remember when we got Osama bin Laden? Mm -hmm. yeah. I, it was it was like 11 o'clock press conference. He comes on. I don't even remember why I was up because I think it was during the week. I'm up. There's there's President Obama coming out. Um, right in the White House. Right in the mm -hmm. White House. I Maybe Marines opened the door. Maybe they closed them. Like, hey, we got him. Osama bin Laden's dead. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, we, we got, got him. him. We got him. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. I was really excited, and everyone in my house is sleeping. I remember when the I think I was in middle school when that happened. Uh, yeah, I know. So, but Listen, when the bus, buck. on the bus, we were like on the bus. Ch chanting USA. Yay! Everybody on the bus. None of us were alive for nine. Or, I mean, we were alive for nine eleven, but we were all one or two years old, and. But we were still excited. It was a cool time. A bus. I feel old. Yeah. Real, real old right now. I mean, you should. Phenomenally old. <laughs> um, you want to go over claims? This is this yeah. is what he said in his speech. These are these are direct lines from what President Biden said in in this this. Can, can we can we even categorize that as a speech? I mean, literally, it was an assault on the Republican Party. And anybody anybody who believes differently than Joe Biden um, should should be He's very insulted. Right. And, you know, here's a guy that's trying to bring the country together by insulting. 70 million people voted for President Trump. 70 million. He just basically said, I don't care about you. You're. But do you remember in his uh, victory speech that night, standing there at whatever podium he was at, saying, I will be a president of all people, not just the Democrats, not just, you know, this party, that party, no matter. I will be a president of all people. Right. Do you think he remembers that far back? I don't think he remembered what yeah. he said five minutes after I'm, saying. I'm, I'm perfectly 100% convinced he has no idea of all the executive orders he signed the day <laughs> he was sworn in. No. Anyway, Kamala, what am I signing? What am I signing? Sign, just shove Joe and sign. Um, so, all right, claims. Give us some claims. So the first one he said, uh, and you'll hear this one a lot, and it's just categorically false. AR-15s are weapons of war. Hmm. No. Just no. The, the AR-15s are not used by any military in the world. Yeah. They are semi-automatic firearms. Right. Some militaries do use semi-automatic. Soldiers hate them. They prefer mm -hmm. the full autos, um, but they or do. Or the three-round burst. Or, right. Which but, is like. Yeah. I, but they, they uh, I, I was reading a story about the Falklands. Uh, the British had semi-automatics and the Argentine military. Same same exact gun. I think they used the FALs. Um, FALs. And uh, the Argentinas had the full auto, so the British would pick up the full autos because they preferred mm. the full autos. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the whole thing with AR-15, Armalite 15, it's a brand. Mm -hmm. Like, if you ban AR-15, you're banning a specific brand, <laughs> a, specific yep. brand a model of firearm. Um, you know, I have a Lewis machine and tool. I have a Wilson Combat. It's black. It's got pistol grips and a detractable buttstock. <laughs> You sound like something out of John Wick. Right, and it's it's got a foregrip. In case your hands get wet. Yeah, and it's got, I got a couple 
30 round magazines and I got a really nice egg hog sight on it. And you know what? It sits in my gun locker and it gets taken out to shoot paper. Yeah. I mean, that's what most Americans do uh, with semi-automatic rifles. Shooting. Right. Yeah. And by the way, hunting. right. I mean, semi-automatics have been around for a long time. I mean, there was a point in time where you could get, you know, the Tommy guns the gangsters use. Yeah. You can mail order those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and semi-automatic weapons have been around since before the First World War. Right. And, and that's what a lot of people don't understand is the difference between semi-automatic and automatic right. weapons. Semi-automatic and... I know the majority of the people listening to this podcast already know this, so I'm preaching to the choir here. One trigger pull, one bullet. I mean, you can get into finding details of non-binary binary triggers. Sorry, non-binary. I'm getting ahead of myself here. It's automatic, you know, you hold in the trigger, mm-hmm. and it just continues firing continues. until you let go. Um, AR-15s is semi, semi-automatic, as are the mass majority of modern firearms, mm-hmm. whether they're rifles, handguns, you name it. And you can fire them almost as quickly as somebody who knows what they're doing with, like, say, a lever-action mm-hmm. rifle. Um, in you fact, know the, the, leaf, the most lethal firearm I own? It's a 12-gauge. It's my thirty out 6 Okay. My thirty out 6 It's a bolt-action hunting rifle. You have a 12-gauge, too, don't you? I have a 12-gauge. I got a pump 12-gauge. I got an over-and-under 12-gauge. I mean, that's, that's close. Do you remember when Biden said uh, that 9 millimeters will blow lungs out of the human body? No. <laughs> There's only really one, like, thing that can do that, and that's either a 50 cal or a 12 gauge, probably. Right. right. But he's always the one saying, "Get a shotgun. Yeah. Get 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 a 12 gauge. That that's the one that will blow the lungs out of right. your body. Right. Yeah. Only if you use the slug. All right, um, what's, what's the next claim? Uh, he said, "When we passed the assault weapons ban, mass shootings went down. When the law expired, mass shootings tripled. Completely false." Uh, and I have a little thing here. Uh, I believe this is from the New York Post. Under the 1994-2004 ban, there was no drop in the number of attacks with quote-unquote assault weapons and virtually no change in total mass shootings. In fact, even studies paid for by the Clinton administration couldn't find statistically significant changes in the number of attacks. Right. I mean, I, I, one thing you always bring up is is when these occur, it's people that need mental health treatment and are already in the system Mm -hmm. it's not like they didn't know oh you know joe over there he needed some help it's people in the system every single school shooting has been done by somebody with a known mental illness they were they're a known entity it's failure of the system yeah exactly um next claim here you cannot buy a cannon or an automatic gun now this one cracks me up it's so patently false it is it's first of all you have always been able to own and purchase a cannon in the United States. Ask former mayor of Lancaster, Charlie Smith Gall, neighbor of Speaker of the House, Brian Cutler, about his cannon collection, which he regularly shoots off in the Southern End. It's a black powder non-firearm is is what it's considered. It's largely unregulated. Probably the only regulations on cannons are noise regulations. And we like them on the 4th of July. Yeah, exactly. And even even automatic guns. Now you can't own an automatic weapon that was manufactured after what 1987. Uh, yeah, it has to be older, older uh, 35 years or older, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, you, you can you can still own one. You have to. It, it's it's expensive. You have to go get a Title Three permit and stuff like that from the ATF. But you you can. And they're expensive. They're expensive. They're not. It's not like it's a brand new one off. Not the shelf. easy to get. No. Not not easy to get. 
right. approved to uh, own one. Yeah. You can so, own one. So either get one that's over 35 years old, mm -hmm. which you're going to be spending north of 15 grand for that. Right. Uh, get an FFL license mm -hmm. or FF. L, Federal the LCF license. license, so yeah. get an FFL, uh, or you go through the extensive NFA process, which they use for items such as silencers, yeah. short-barreled rifles, things like that. Yeah. The kicker is when you go back to our founding. Imagine if um, the British came in and said, "You can't have firearms." We would not be a free country. I mean, the hmm. reason the reason we're here today is because our forefathers had military-grade weapons. They had the same the same muskets the British were shooting are the same muskets our founders had. Mm -hmm. And by the way, they could manufacture them at well. My my family were um, gun manufacturers in Lancaster County, the Freeze, David Free. He made muskets during the Revolutionary War. You know, I mean, that's where that entire because our founders knew um, an armed citizen is by virtue a militia in itself. Um, you know, one one of the premier quotes of why why didn't Japan invade the United States? You know, uh, coined to Yamamoto, I guess. But you know, they they they're mentioned. You know, behind every blade of grass is an armed American citizen. I mean, we are the largest standing army in the world. American citizens, just average citizens. Um, not a lot of countries have that. And it's awful hard to stand against tyranny if you're using a BB gun against a nuke. Right. Yeah, and that actually brings us to our next claim here. Um, he and this one just kind of, I, I don't even know where to begin with this one. He said the bullet shot by an AR-15 travels five times faster than out of any other gun. Do you know so, how much, how much powder you need or explosive charge to send something five times yeah, faster? Hypersonic. Right. Like, it's insane. You could shoot a bullet out of the atmosphere at that speed right like that it's doesn't insane. make sense insane but that, that's that's how they don't understand firearms at all because not at they all they don't want it, to not only do they not understand firearms they don't understand physics obviously mm -hmm. like so an ar-15 you know it typically now obviously it can be chambered in different uh calibers but the most common ar-15 caliber is a 223 or 556 nato uh, once again, I know I'm preaching to the choir to most of you, but for those of you, of you who don't know, good warning opportunity here. Um, now, the only thing that can really affect the muzzle velocity of a bullet when you change, you know, that bullet from one firearm to another firearm is the barrel. You know, the barrel length, the twist of it, the compensator on it, you know, things that are not just solely made for AR-15s are, you know, only things that AR-15s use. So it doesn't, if you take a 223, shoot it out in an AR-15 and shoot it out another gun with the same barrel, you know, is going to have generally the exact same muzzle velocity. The whole five times faster part. The 5.56 five, only travels 30% faster than the 7.60, which is what's used by most AK yeah. firearms. Uh, on average, they travel around 3,200 feet per second. 5.56 five, travels on average 800 feet per second slower than most hunting cartridges, such as a 22 Swift, where that travels 4,000 feet per second, I believe. 22s, the smallest caliber you can get, 1,000 feet per second, which, granted, still three times lower than the 5.56. Five, right. but, there, but there's something people need to understand, too. So if, if you're going to shoot into water, the best cartridge to shoot into water is the 22 because it, 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 it goes in the water because it's more streamlined. It can go deeper in the water. The bigger the caliber the less further it will travel 
in the water. Yeah, more surface. More mass. Right. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, the, the, remember, this is a 0. .223, 5.56 NATO. Go back to the Geneva Convention and, and some of the, the, the kind of international laws on, on war that are on the books. The 223 was designed to not necessarily kill, but to maim and stop. That's why it's a fast, thin bullet. It, it's it's designed to go through. Designed to wound, not kill. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's the design of it. You know, it, it, it's, it's funny that the upheaval of these are killing mis- machines. They're designed to wound so people survive. And that's exactly why most police forces use them. Right. Yeah. Most SWAT teams use them. Right. Um, you know, if, if you wanted to do damage, you'd use the what the Russians use, AK rifles, yeah. that larger round. 7.62. Right. Yeah. That, um, that's going to do more damage and lead to more death. And that's what literally our enemies use. But we're still using the 223s. The 223 is a very, very small round. Right. So... Uh, yeah, I show my kids all the time. Actually, um, I had my I, I was cleaning um, three of my handguns and uh, my shotgun um, last weekend, and my my daughter actually helped me clean the handguns. Um, I had a little toothbrush type cleaning tool, put some spray. I'm like, it's just like brushing your teeth, honey. So she was out there cleaning, and you know, I showed uh, my boys came out and I kind of showed them the rounds. Mm-hmm. Like, here's your two two three. Here's the nine millimeter. You know, here's a 45. Here's a, a 308. Yeah. Here's my 3030. Yeah. yeah, like they're like, oh, that's that's it. Like that little These two, scary two, three AR-15 right. shoots such small bullets. Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm pretty sure if you line all those bullets up, Mr. President Joe Biden making all these misinformation, false claims, probably couldn't even pick it out. Yeah, out of a lineup. Hey, did you guys hear position. Steve Harvey and his wife got into a fight? No, I didn't. It's uh, it was a family feud. Oh, God. <laughs> um. Survey said. <laughs> Survey said. So, talk about families and why they're leaving public education. Here's a good example. So, generally, families want to send their kids to learn math, science, home ec. I mean, my oldest has a problem with home ec, but we're going to work on it. Um, you know. Hey, if you never learn to sew the Kirby crotch, you will never be able to make your own right. shorts. Social studies, <laughs> you know. They, they, they want to be educated with stuff, not indoctrinated. So what do we have? Pennsylvania Department of Education has a gender identity website. So, by the way, the acting secretary, the acting secretary was on Wolf's payroll. He actually came to Pennsylvania. My understanding, he was a Starbucks barista, came to Pennsylvania, got on staff with the governor's his policy office. The governor has many, like, deputy chiefs of staff. He actually handled education for the governor for all these years if you wonder why <laughs> a lot of questionable stuff um but he begged the governor to make him the acting secretary on his way out because we got a new governor and everyone's on their way out he's never going to get confirmed so they came out with this gender identity web page um, and it's really interesting because it's not a law it's not a regulation this has no force of law whatsoever this is merely guidance. Guidance. And we know what happens when agencies do guidance. Oh, oh. We have to follow it. There's nothing. There's, they don't have to follow it. It's just they put it out there. It's merely a suggestion right. from your overlords of right. how to do things. Right. But it defines binary gender as, quote, the faulty concept that there are only two genders, male and female. The, quote, the faulty concept 
that there are only two genders, male and female. Provides includes a lesson guide for teachers to host a quote gender neutral day in their classrooms for grades three through twelve. The guide specifies that as part of their activity, students should pick two or three ways they will reject gender stereotypes for the day. The gender the teacher should make specific commitments to challenge gender norms in the classroom. In the classroom. So this is what our Department of Education wants schools to spend your money on this is your money going to teach this you know I, I you know i mean i go into school there's probably stuff um that you know we don't need it doesn't focus on the core functions of 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 education Th- this isn't this isn't one of them like parents don't want their kids going into school now if parents want to teach about this in their own homes that's fine just like a lot of other stuff um, manners, hygiene. <laughs> uh, and I'm looking here, you know, at the different, they have a list of definitions here of the department. Now uh, you got the paper website. from the website. Yeah, I, I have this printed off directly from the website. I just went to the website, hit print. Um, and, you know, I'm looking here at assigned gender, binary gender, birth sex, biological sex, cisgender. It's, they're, they're all defined. And one thing here really stood out to me. Um, they have generally gendered. Uh, they have, you know, gender identity, how we feel about our gender in our hearts mm-hmm. and minds. Uh, I feel a little verklempt here. You know, it's just so warm inside. You know, it doesn't matter what you feel in your heart and, or in your mind. You know, you're living in a fairy tale land here. It's it's just it's just it goes beyond what schools should be focusing on i mean there's finite dollars out there it's not science it's you should follow the science though right and you all should definitely follow the science except when it's actually scientific exactly it just so earlier this year um we passed house bill 1332 prime sponsored by my good colleague andrew lewis and uh, would require all government-run public schools in Commonwealth to post their curriculum online where parents could easily review it ahead of the school year. Pretty common-sense legislation, right? Well, Governor Wolf vetoed it. Uh, He may have been worried about spying, which, are you guys worried about, like, your smartphones and your smart TV spying on you? I mean, I don't have TikTok. I only allow American companies to steal my data. Oh, good. I I was never worried about it. I'm more worried about my vacuum cleaner because it's been collecting dirt on me for years. (laughs) Years. These iRobots. <laughs> Dangerous. So, did you know that, like, all the planets uh, in our solar system were named after gods, except for Earth, which was actually named after all this stuff on the ground? That's really interesting. I burned 2,000 calories last night. It's the last time I leave brownies in the oven while I take a nap. Well, as long as, as, long as we're talking about that, you know, weight loss, I started jogging this last summer. And I, I personally, I, I set a personal record for the five-mile run, and it was a half a mile. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about brownies, obviously, and you know, just mm-hmm. other food-related things. You know, I, I kind of came up with something. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, what I want you to do is, you know, take everything you know about bread, okay? Throw it out the window. Did you do that? Mm-hmm. Now, let me introduce you to my newest invention, bread. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> I love it. I told my fiance that I, joke. I have one up to you. 50 times. Sliced bread. Oh. Sliced bread. Oh, sliced bread. She's um, never laughed at that joke. You know, speaking of bread, you may have to go to the bathroom after you eat brownies or bread. You know, what's a what's the best crunk place to go to the bathroom? The Little John. Yeah! 
Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. So, I, I recently got into, you know, building models and stuff in my mm-hmm. garage. And uh, I built a model of Mount Everest. And one of my neighbors came over, uh, asked me what I was doing, showed him. And he asked me if it was to scale. And I said, no, it's to look at. You know, I, I was, did you guys hear about the, the superhero? He could jump over mountains. But he also had a, a lisp, but he always worked out. He's Thor. What's the difference between a well-dressed man on a unicycle and a poorly-dressed man on a bicycle? I don't know. Attire. Attire. Uh, speaking of bread, what do you call someone who gets mad when they don't have any bread? Lactose intolerant. <laughs> so I, I mentioned Generally Assembled, and, you know, I, I know they always talk about Star Wars, the new Star Wars stuff going on. And you actually— Yeah, yeah I, you know, my, my son, Luke, loves the fact that I named my kids after Star Wars characters, but— my daughter's not so fond. Her, her name's Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, don't give don't give Jason any ideas. Do you have a book of dad jokes? No, I have Deepest Thoughts by Jack Handy. Okay, well, that's good even stuff better. too. I love. I miss. I miss old SNL. Yeah. Do you know what happens when you slice a golf ball in half? No. Someone gets real mad at you. I found this out the hard way. <laughs> Uh, what kind of car does an egg drive? A Volkswagen. <laughs> I heard that gets excellent gas mileage. It's, it's the best. Oh, my God. What did the fried rice say to the shrimp? Don't you walk away from me. Mm-mm. I'll leave you with this one. What airline did Jesus and Mary take? Spirit. Virgin. <laughs> this has been Grove Unleashed. Tune in for more content at repgrove.com slash mypodcasts.